I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Today is a special episode. This is an interview that I did with Damian Nordman. He interviewed me for his podcast a while back, and we talk about chaos and cookies and how to, you know, establish habits and really just focus on order and how to calm it all down. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's a special interview. You can go check out Damien Nordman with his Dharmapreneurs community. He is fantastic. And I really encourage you to also listen to his podcast as well. So check it out and enjoy listening to my interview with Damien. Welcome to the You Are the Superhero podcast. I'm Damian Nordman. This is the podcast where we are looking for real life superheroes to help you with your business and all areas of your life because let's face it, you got to have your health in check and, and in good place if you want to have a good business. You got to have your relationships humming and flowing and going well if you want to succeed financially. Uh, and really, you know, you just got to have your purpose and your spirituality and all the things lined up if you want to be happy and successful in all areas. So today I've got someone, I just, I love this because I'm always meeting new people. I'm always meeting just amazing people who are doing things in the world that are um, fantastic and the world needs. And so my guest today is Heather Steinker. And her, her business is called Chaos and Cookies, which, by the way, that's just a, just a fucking awesome name, by the way. I love that. Um, <laughs> and so, so uh, I'm just going to kind of read her bio and, and describe her a little bit. So following the, the crumbs in the chaos is a full-time job. As a, as a busy mom of three, a wife to a traveling husband and keeping it weird in Austin, Texas, it's safe to say that her life is never boring. In addition to running her coaching business as Chaos and Cookies CEO, she's a certified coach for a premier virtual fitness and nutrition program, helping others feel better while sustaining a healthy lifestyle. And I mean, she's done all kinds of things. I mean, she's been director of marketing uh, and just done uh, like all kinds of amazing things. And really just like in talking with Heather, uh, previously in hearing like what she does with uh, coming up with tips to help moms be organized to save time. Uh, I mean, I remember when we were talking, she was describing how she realized she could fold laundry in her car while waiting to pick up her kids at school. And like, that's genius, right? Like these simple things that sometimes we just don't, you don't necessarily think about until you someone tells you or until you get enough creativity to say okay let's try this so that i can save 15 minutes 30 minutes an hour um streamlining things organizing your life so many cool things that heather does heather what is going on today thank you for having me i'm so excited to be considered i guess a superhero i love that 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Own yeah, it. Yeah, this is great. I, I'm so thankful that we've met. And every time we chat, it's just so fun. And it just never know where it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, this is great. I, I love, yeah, I love what you do. And I love like, you know, I, I, I the whole chaos and cookies, like at first, when you first mentioned that on in the group that we're in, I was like, wait, what does she, what does she do? Cause like, it was, it was an interesting name, but then as I was thinking about it and as you've described, you know, how, and of course I'm going to let you describe more of what that is, but I, it makes so much sense because, um, being, being a parent, like I'm not a parent, <laughs> but I hang around several and I have lots of friends who are like everything from brand new parents who just had their first baby all the way up to people whose like kids are now grown um, and out of the house, you know, like everything in between. I've got, you know, this wide range of friends and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. There's so much chaos that, that's like, it's like how we've survived all these millennia having kids uh, is, is, is just beyond me. Like the chaos that kids bring and families and all that. So could you, could you tell us your origin story, particularly as it relates to starting this business and, and what it, what your business is and why you started it, who it serves. And let's, let's dig into that for a while and then we'll kind of see where things go. Sure. So chaos and cookies. So that's my house. <laughs> I've got three kids, uh, seven and under, they're seven, five, and three wow. as of this last weekend. Uh, and the way that it's described is like it's chaos because life, we always hear like balance, but really it's controlling the chaos around you, like controlling what you can because you're, you don't have control over anything else. And so cookies was like, cause there's crumbs everywhere. No matter how much you clean when you have three kids, especially when they're little, you're, you're never ever clean. <laughs> and honestly too, like it was going to be chaos and cocktails, but I really just, you know, I was like, I don't know if I want to pigeonhole myself, but you know, some days that's what it is. Cause that's kind of how it kind of came out to be. I um, am a health and wellness coach and I was coaching for another business and I love it and it's great. But then I was spending so much time of myself putting into the business and not just the clients and my husband and I were like, why don't I start something on my own and try to like integrate health and wellness with all things mom and craziness because I am one of those people that just multitask. I can't sit still. I've never not worked. And I just were like, if, if, if my fitness job or company that I was working for just kind of like poof, then what all that, all that energy and all that work kind of just kind of goes to the wayside or if they make a change, I don't have control. So it would be nice to kind of be in control of your own destiny. So I was kind of already doing it and wanted to kind of like just highlight that side of myself and not just that I try to work out as much, you know, during the day when I can or eat healthy and take care of myself physically. It was just like, I, I, there's so much more to that. And I wanted to show like, you can still fit it in and, and still feel good. And you're not alone because ever it's just craziness. There's no such thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay, so can you describe a little more like what, what, do, what do you offer? What do you do for people? What is chaos and cookies? Like I, 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 I think I have a grasp of that, but I want to hear from, 
from your mouth so that the listeners can really hear and understand like, what do you do for people? And who, so who I help, I help busy working moms master multitasking. There's some people that just cannot do multiple things. Um, for me personally, like you mentioned earlier, I grabbed my laundry basket and took it to my car and was like, well, if I'm going to sit for 45 minutes, I, instead of scrolling on social or, you know, wasting, not wasting time, but, you know, not using my time and I can do something that's going to make me sit still at home anyway, might as well get it done. And I'd never had done it before. And so I got a whole thing of laundry folded in the 45 minutes you sit in line and all I had to do was put it away and I didn't have to spend that 45 minutes doing it at home while the dogs are trying to unfold it. And the kids are like, what's this? This is mine. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? Like it makes the process so much longer. And now I could have spent that time. Like now I feel better and I got something done and I don't need to like rush or lose my patience because I have all of these things I need to do before dinner and baths. And so trying to teach moms and give them tools and systems to implement, to make it a little bit more streamlined and just different types of tips that maybe I don't think was a tip, but they're like, oh, that's really great to know. Like you could quiz your kids on spelling or practice reading with your children while you're cooking. You don't need to be next to them because then if they don't know the word, I'll say spell the word for me. And I've created a chaos control system that I help with as well. It's pretty much like a standard operating procedure for your home. So mom doesn't have to do it all. Like you could, you know, Damien, you could come to my house and I'll be like, Hey man, thanks for watching my kids for a minute. I'm going to go do da da da. Here's the section that you need. So if like you have a question, you could literally find the answer without asking me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's super powerful to be able to do that. So, so you, one of the things you're then offering is this chaos control system so that working moms can, can get organized, get their lives organized, get their minds organized so that they can streamline and, and, and do what they need to do, but, but hopefully save some time and, and feel better in the process. Yes. I think it's like, I'm helping them kind of take the mental load off and all the pressure of being around or being prepared for moms before we leave the house, whether that be for the day or a vacation, we write things down in instructions. And every time we do that, we're pretty much doing it the same way. Not much really changes unless it's like been three years since you left the home and you don't have a baby anymore. You have a toddler and you really do just like, if you need this, this is the number, this is where I'll be. Wouldn't it be nice to just have that already done and they do it on their computer so they can print it out as needed or change the info because some things won't change. And Really, the purpose was it It came to be because a friend of mine um, uh, several years ago, her husband got sick on vacation out of nowhere, and they had young kids, same ages as mine, and when they got home from vacation, they literally were like in and out of the hospital for like three or four months, and he unfortunately passed away. It was like cancer that he didn't know that he had, and it just that ended up happening, and for me, I was like when she was at the hospital with her husband. All she wants to do is focus on him. But if there's kids at home that are young and there's schedules and there's maybe allergies and medication and pets, 
so many moving parts to the day to day, you can't really either A, be present because you're getting pinged by whomever's helping you or you're worrying and you don't need to do that if they're in good hands. Like, yes, we stress and we always worry, but you really want to focus on like the dilemma that's happening or the crisis. So I was like, man, wouldn't it be nice to have a guide at home where anyone in a situation, because that was so unexpected, usually things like that are, and you kind of like plan for the unexpected. So the next time something were to happen, like a pandemic, right? Wouldn't it be nice to have something like this where people have to kind of come in, you'll be prepared. And so that would take the peace of mind. So she would know that whomever was watching her kids are getting to soccer practice with all the things that they need and they're not looking for things and the kids are still in sync and the kids don't feel the absence as much of the parents and of everything happening. It gives them a sense of balance and like, you know, security as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That, yeah, that's, I, I, it's funny because I, I did a, a podcast interview about a week ago with a new friend who um, she does like personal organizing for people and, and teaches, teaches it. And, and I, I love this because like, I feel like what you're doing is similar to her. I mean, she, she's a little different. I mean, she would actually come into people's homes and like organize everything and, and then kind of teach people how to keep it organized and all of that. But I feel like there's, there's some similarities in that whenever you have a system that you can follow and you can it, it adapt and evolve, it just, I, I'm just, it's like, it's funny. Cause I went from being like very much kind of shoot from the hip kind of person to over the years, more and more, like a systems guy, even though I don't always know how to create the system. Sometimes I do. <laughs> and, but usually I borrow systems from other people. And so like what you're talking about, why create it yourself? You know, if you don't have the bandwidth or the creativity right now to figure it out, you're, you've created the system. Other people just need to plug in, learn it and, and use it. And as they use it, I'm sure it gets like anything a system gets easier and easier and easier to to use and then you save more and more time you feel better and better i love that i mean i just anytime something can be turned into a system to me it's just like ah, and most likely everyone has a system most of the people i talk to have some sort of system in place but it's not either accessible to someone else because it's up here and you can't share what's in your brain like for instance for a mom they know if their kid's off. They know if they're not acting normal. And there's no way to really explain it. But if you can write down things that you know about them, whether if it's a stressful day or maybe it's allergy season and you just it's, it's always the same time of year, it's great to write that down because someone might not notice it like you. And for example, prescription medication. So when you list it, you know it's, medication, dose, frequency, the normal things. But then it's like in the chaos control system, I put down, why are they taking it? What happens if they don't take it? You know, why, you know, the reasons, because not that it's anyone's business, but if it's something of like, I don't know, anaphylaxis, like something like an allergic reaction, it's really important to know. And also the signs because maybe someone starts breaking out in a rash, but they don't know if it's a scrape. 
it's things that mom would recognize, but maybe someone else wouldn't. It goes so granular to like even like the backpack to go to soccer. Like where's the mm-hmm. backpack that belongs in the backpack? And if it's not there, here's the three places it could be. And if it's not, then you call. Like, cause you always know where your kids hiding spots are. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like mine hide things under the cushions, but one of them hides it behind like this one when, you know, there's different places. So. <laughs> I, you just don't know. And my husband's always like, where's my da da da? And I'm like, give me a minute. And they, I'm known as like, mom knows where everything is. How'd you know? I don't know. I remember seeing it six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. You know, you said something that, it, I mean, you said you think everyone has a system. And I think, I think part of the problem though, is that I don't know if everybody does have a system. I mean, I think people have like habits that they, that they repeat and that kind of becomes their system. But, but I feel like what you're describing, you know, it can just, it, it's helping moms just be more organized and clear anyway. Cause I think even if like a person puts all that down for someone else to use when they're gone, there's something about organizing things in your mind on a computer, on paper, you know, it's like you, I, I feel like it, you start to see things and go, Oh wait, why am I doing it this way? Maybe I could do it this way. Maybe I could just tweak one thing that, that really kind of unlocks. I mean, I'll just give an example. And I mean, this is, you know, maybe not the best for, for moms, but, um, but maybe it is. I mean, if they're working moms, especially if they have their own business, like I know for myself, um, when I read the book, getting things done by David Allen, I read that book, um, years after it came out, I think I read it in 2010, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. And I mean, he talks about how to, how to create your, your file system in your physical, you know, Manila file folders for your, for your home, for your office and create a reference file system. And he's like, get rid of the hanging folders. Just use the Manila folders. And he's like, get a label maker. Don't try to use your computer. You'll never do it. Right. Like, you know, he's like, you got to be able to file something in about two minutes or you won't do it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so right. I hate filing. I never file my shit. I got papers everywhere. I'm like, ah. And, and when I started using his system, um, I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is so much easier. I may, I may still sometimes have a little resistance to filing, but I'm like, oh wait, I know it's going to be easy now. And I know I can find things and I can, it's very easy to file stuff. It's very easy to find things. Um, and even with that system, like if no one knows that you have that system in place, something were to happen to you or you fall down, you go in a coma, you can't talk to someone, how are they going to know unless they are aware of it, whether that be written down or somewhere like a central hub in your house, like to find my blah, 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 this is where it'll be. Cause then they wouldn't know you had a filing system. So it's like a communication almost. Like if something were to happen to you and say your best friend was helping and they didn't know that you had that, you would not know, they wouldn't know where to find it. And they're probably gonna rummage through or they'll look through your stuff and it would take a lot of time. Let's save some time and just cut, cut, cut out the middle. Yeah. So there's so many different ways that you could use it for peace of mind or, uh, but there's a whole beneficiary section in there because like for me, I don't have all that information. My husband does and God forbid something happens to him. Like where would I find it? Which probably take me a long time to get all the information. But if it's in one spot for me to find, 
or someone else to find if something were to like happen to us, you know, no, yeah. no one know the lawyer's yeah. name. Yeah. I'm just, now I'm thinking, okay, so even though I know your, your kind of your target market is like working moms, I'm almost thinking I need to get my dad to like get on this because like he, he's getting older and older and he jokes around all the time. Like, you know, Oh, well, when I go to the big farm in the sky, you know, he tells me stuff and he has some things written down. Right. I mean, he's definitely got some things and his will's all in order and all that. But I mean, he's still a very, you know, he tries to be organized, but very disorganized, but I'm just thinking, yeah, that could be really helpful even for someone like him just to be, just to like, if he'd be willing to go through and like, oh, okay, here's everything that my son needs to know. <laughs> right. I mean, what's nice about it is you take the, the sections you want. It's a PDF. So you get to manipulate it. You type it in, you can print what you want because like there's a pet section, but not everyone will have a pet. And like the will section, it's like, even for the pets, like we had a poison control issue with our, like a month ago. I did not know that there was a poison control number for pets. It's not the same for people and they can't treat your dog unless they talk to the toxicologist at the poison control for animals. Mm. So guess what's in there now? one <laughs> poison control for pets, but like funeral wishes. If the, the animal passes away while you're on vacation and you can't get back, someone might want to know those things. Not that they wouldn't talk to you first, but you know, you just don't know. And what's nice is that really anyone could use it. My, I gave one to my parents, you know, my, my, my mom was like, Oh, I need this. Cause I don't know what they have in place. If something were to happen, they know, or they're like, Oh, just call so-and-so. It's like, well, what if so-and-so is not around? Or what if I, you know, don't know where to find them or where if that person leaves and I didn't know, you know, keeping it up to date. So there's so many different things that people can use. And yes, moms, cause I'm a mom and that's like, you know, my tribe and my, my peeps. But honestly, I think anyone could really benefit from it. It's really for every house. Yeah. Or home. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're, I mean, it sounds like you're doing something that, that is such a great service because, you know, we just to be like a, like an ever grow, like it sounds like you're updating the, the chaos control system constantly as you learn of things that should be on there or that really, you know, could, could be beneficial to people in the right circumstances and, and having that, having all those different, um, I don't know, I think of it as sort of like modules or different pieces mm -hmm. of what you're, what you're offering. Uh, I mean, you know, the, we, we just, most of us don't take the time to do that. So, well, so you say that, so I, it's funny you say that because yesterday I had a phone call and it was amazing and it really just like, opened it up, right? Every time you talk to a different coach or a different, like, right? So he was telling me, he was like, what you need to do <laughs> is fill it out for them. And at first when I made this, I was like, I can't fill this out the way that they would because I'm not there. I'm, I'm, I don't know where their stuff is. But then after I was thinking about it, because the one thing I, when I did make this, this was not meant to be something sold or something this big. I started to make it. It was 175 pages and I stopped. There's so much more that could go into it. And I just like, I got to stop and I couldn't make it for free. And I don't want someone to get a tool. How many times have we bought a program or something and we never use it? This is actually something that will help. 
And he's like, what if you or somebody filled it out for them and all they do is either sit with you and you do it while they go through the information to make it accountability person, or they get you your info and then you do it. And then in like two weeks or however long, they've got a completed system and it's done. They didn't have to do it. They don't have to think about it. Done. So now I'm like, ah, probably will like to do that because I've sold several because I just launched it, but no one has gotten to it yet, which is exactly what I feared. So I'm a, right. I we're going to be going to that state where I might be trying to help them get it together or just do it for them except for maybe like the financial part. Like, I don't know where the liability lines in on that. Like, I don't want your account numbers. <laughs> right, right. No, that's a, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I think, I mean, it kind of goes along with the idea of what, again, my friend who was, who's the personal organizer, you know, where she'll actually come into someone's house and, and do the organization for them, even though kind of like with you and your system, like her ideal is to like help people be independent but some people, you know, everybody's different. And, and I mean, like you said, like if you can just get them to get to where they're, it's, it's at a certain stage, then they can start using it. Yeah. Like, Damien, if I told you, like, I've got this system, it's going to like, it's like your book and you get to add to it as you go, or if as things come up, you can like, whatever. But if it was like all done for you, you don't have to think about all the, because it's a lot of stuff. I mean, it, it, when, when that coach told me about it, I was like, I was thinking about it, but didn't really think anyone would really go for it. But it really, if it, it's so useful, I feel very, very confident in it because it's just, for me, I am worst case scenario type person. And I'm always planning for like the worst. It's awful. Like my husband travels. I'm like, what if his plane goes down and doesn't come home? What if he gets hit by a bus in New York city? I know it's crazy and silly, but you know, it's Stuff happens, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what you're describing, a lot of times they'll call, you know, done for you services, you know, coaches and, and a variety of other people, you know, that's what they often will call it, which I mean, so many people want that because if you, you know, just like, just like you're helping people, you know, it, well, just like we, I think we were talking about earlier, uh, for the, before the, uh, before this podcast, we were talking about nannies and getting help with around the house, whatever that is, cleaning, cooking, helping with the kids. I mean, anything. It's like, <clears throat> we all want some kind of help. I mean, and, and what, what do you, what do you think about that? Like just in general, like, like people um, wanting help, needing help. What, what, what's your take on that? So as a mom in the mom space, now, right now, this day and age, moms are trying to do it all. And I feel like a lot of people also compare themselves to others, obviously with social media and everything, when really they're only showing you like a sliver. Um, and you can't, like you can only do so much without sacrificing your sanity, your temper. And, you know, there's no shame in asking for help. I, for one, am like, if I have the financial means to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't like to work harder. If I don't have to, I'd rather work smarter. I can get a lot more done if I had a helping hand. And like, for me, I have three small kids. My husband typically is on the road. I mean, last, the year before last, he had, he got an email from his 
uh, airline and was like, you just hit the amount of miles that you would have been able to make it to the moon in one year. He flew that much. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. That's how long and far he go. Like he, he's gone. So it's me. And I can only do so much. I have three children that have three different types of needs. They're very young. They all have different schedules. I have three dogs and a house to keep clean. And I am not a sloppy person. I like to keep things in order. It makes me feel good and makes me feel right. So if you can get someone to help you, and we were talking about this, that I, you know, people sometimes will view nannies or babysitters or help as weakness and like, you stepping back as, you know, a parent. I think that's, that's completely false. It's making you a better parent because you don't have to worry about these things. You can delegate. We delegate in our business. We delegate chores to our older children. Well, guess what? I'm going to bring someone in because my kids aren't old enough to do it. And I'm going to delegate, whether that be folding some laundry, sweeping the floor, reading my kid a book so I can take care of another one. It's all kind of tied into that and it's not weakness and moms have a really hard time. Um, one out of four women or moms have admitted to at least once a week crying alone in their rooms due to household stress. And I was like blown away and guilt and finances are the two things that hold people back from hiring help. And I feel like if you can hire someone to help clean your house, it doesn't have to be every day. Right. At all. You can do it part-time. You can do it just a little bit. Sometimes if I know I have um, like a lot of people coming over, I'll ask like, Hey, if I have a sitter, can you come in for a couple of hours just to help me keep my eyes on the kids? Whatever the case, if there's a pool around, God forbid, you just think of all these things. You don't want to feel frazzled and you want to have a good time too. You don't want to miss out on all that stuff. And it really makes you a better parent. I, for one, know that I can then go get my kids, take them for ice cream, or take my time. Because if I'm by myself doing it all, I'm going to be rushing. I'm going to be losing my patience because they're taking forever to get buckled in the car. And I've got to get this done and this done and this done all before dinner. Well, if someone can help me with that, then I'm a better parent. And I'm a better spouse. And I'm a better person. <laughs> we all win. And they make some money, right? They get to pay a bill. We're all happy. Woo. Right, right. Well, I think, you know, something what you're describing, I just want to go a little further with this because I feel like what, what it sounds like to me really is because you mentioned that, that in, a, in a business, your people are, are often willing to delegate and maybe some people aren't and they don't understand the, the importance of it, but it all sounds like leadership to me. Like that, that's a word that, that I sort of, you know, kind of fell in love with about, I don't know. 15 years ago when, when I started to like read books on leadership and I was already leading, but I, di I didn't always lead very well. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and part of it was uh, in the organization that I was a part of, I would often try to do as like the director of a school branch, I would try to do too much. And sometimes it was cause I didn't have people around to help, but sometimes it was, I didn't know how to, give direction to people when I did have them around, um, which was kind of the nature of the organization. It was a very service-based organization and, and we were teaching all these concepts. And so, but what I'm hearing you describe, even as a mom, you know, it's like to kind of be able to think of yourself as a leader 
and then having anybody, whether it's one person or whether it's, um, you know, two or three or people coming in and out of different, you know, some families, some people who are hired to do certain things. I think the more a person can, can see themselves as a leader, then it's not just delegating, but it's all, it, it is really kind of like leadership. Like you're helping give direction and guidance to someone so they can carry out something. So you can do perhaps what you're better at or what's, you know, more fulfilling to you. I think that's great, whether, whether that's in business or whether that's in, in family. I mean, it just seems to make sense. And so like in business, like with all the coaching and things that you learn and, and you want to stay in your zone of genius and you have to really look back. So like starting a business, I don't know anything about starting a business. I wanted to start one, you know, I know how to sell. I know how to market. That was my background. Um, I'm okay on the computer, but I just know what I want to do. And sometimes for me, like trying to post a blog, for instance, like I thought I did a really good job. How many hours did it take me to get that one thing on there? And it was already copied and like, it was already typed. It took me like three and a half hours to get it on the website because I just am not familiar. And then I, at the beginning decided I was going to send, like have a VA to help me with the website because when I started to try and make my own, I spun my wheels. I got aggravated. It took a lot of time that went nowhere and I, someone could do it. It's their zone of genius. I'm not going to pretend. And if it costs me a hundred bucks, then it costs me a hundred bucks. But what's that time that I get back? And guess what? He, he was so funny. He's like, it looks really nice. Like you did a great job, but you didn't put it up as a blog. You put it up as a page. So I fixed it. So now it's functioning. I'm like, you know how much time that took me? Oh my gosh. Like it's so frustrating. And then you get, you know, it's a whole mental cycle, but it's so important to just like list out the things that you don't like to do or how much time it takes you and look into how you can either give it to someone like hire an intern or hire a college kid that's trying to get better at it and let them make a little bit of money, take it off your plate so you can focus on like what you really want to do, your zone of genius. And, you know, you, it's okay. You don't have to do it all by yourself. Yes, maybe the finances aren't there, but then just you have to like get creative. Like for me, I'll go back to the mom thing. We had a sitter a few years ago. Her boyfriend was a, a sous chef. He's 19, 20 year old kid practicing and cooking. I could pay him a hundred bucks cash. He came in, I bought all the stuff, gave him everything I needed. He chopped up the vegetables, did all the meal prep and cooked my protein. He got to learn and practice his knife skills. He got to learn and how to kind of do it better. And I didn't have to do it. Does it make me less of a parent, make me less of a mom? Guess what? I don't have the time. This helps somebody else. I have the means. There you go. Freeze me up two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. cheap. Cause he wants to learn and he's not like this pro he wants to learn and he wants, and he wants a little bit of extra cash to on the side. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like that's, you know, I feel like, I mean, I know this happens already, but I feel like it doesn't happen enough where for, for various reasons, I feel like we've, we've become kind of isolationist in our, at least in the United States, like where, where, where like what you're describing, a lot of people won't take that extra step or maybe they don't even have, you know, like for, for whatever reason, 
it's like there is a mentality, I think, not just in business, not just in parenting, but in so many things of like, I have to do this all by myself. It's also control. They're trying to keep control. They're trying to keep it all because they don't want it. They like the way that they're doing it. And sometimes it's, it's okay. And by freeing it, if it's something that's like, if you show them how you like it and or write it down like a system where they have instructions, so now you're giving them, so if it goes off of it, you can go, we'll refer back to my sheet on how I like it. Then you can also let it go up here in your, in your mind. Like, let it go. It's gone. It's out. Like, let that be their issue, their problem, their, their task. And you know it's getting done, and you'll definitely know if it's not. And if it's not, you address it. But you can't control everything. You can only control you and so that's kind of like where i'm at like you just want to you can only control what you can so yeah absolutely yeah the school of metaphysics we would say yours is the mind to control meaning you know like you can't control their people or their thoughts or their mind but like we yeah you can you can control how you can control where your attention is and what you're thinking and then therefore how you feel about things and so certainly i feel like this is such a great and of course you'd have we all have choices to make. And so what you're saying, I feel like is, is very good for moms, for entrepreneurs, for just anyone uh, who, who wants to expand who they are and wants to grow um, and have a different experience. Because if, 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 if it is, you know, it, it's kind of like, I mean, the, the saying that, that I, I, Albert Einstein sometimes gets quoted with it, but people have thrown it around for decades you know, which is that whole thing of um, like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I, I feel like that that'll never be over, over quoted because, <laughs> because I mean, even with myself as a very growth, I have a very growth mindset. I have a very, you know, I, I'm very much willing to learn from people. And yet, I still will find myself in situations where I'm like, oh my gosh, why have I not changed the way I see this and what I'm doing with this yet? It's like, oh, like, you know, like it just didn't, wasn't ready yet to, you know, to make that next shift in, in whatever area it might happen to be. And then once it's established, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Like, where have you been all my life? Yeah. Like the aha moments, like, that happened to me a few weeks ago when I was trying to plan out some stuff for my business. And I'm just like, Oh, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm like, why did it take me so long to figure that out? And it, I have been, um, but it could have happened for some reason. It just didn't resonate, but I wasn't in a place maybe to like, you know, absorb it. So yeah. it's all kind of how you are and also how open you are to it. You like, you have to be kind of coachable. You have to be flexible when you start a business because you got to go with kind of how it's going to be. You might think you want to do this and that's really what you want to do and great. But if that's not what the need is, you're never going to make at least money doing it. If that's yeah. the goal. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, cool. Well, I got a couple more questions for you before we wrap up here. And one of them, just cause I like to throw a little fun into every podcast. If I can, if we have time uh, is, who is your favorite superhero oh. and it can be a real life person or a fictitious superhero this can be whatever whatever you want to talk about historical someone a personal friend 
There's so many people I could pick. I mean, I, it's so hard because there's so many, you know, you just see someone, you're like, God, you're my, my hero. Like my kids, honestly, superheroes to me because being a kid is hard. And yeah, you don't have responsibilities as a kid, but you're also like, you aren't developed and you go through a lot of things but don't know how and they're so resilient and they can take change like no big deal for the most part and if we just were a little bit more childlike sometimes and just more like fun had more fun too like they just have fun adults need to like tap into that more and they just really bring it out of you so i feel like that's a really big trait for kids. That, and, yeah. yeah, that's, I think that's so valuable. Um, like I have, like I mentioned, I mentioned to you, I think before the podcast or maybe while we were, maybe since the podcast, I don't remember now. I, I have a friend who's a single mom and she lives not that far from me. And so sometimes I'll just, I'm like, I should just go over there and like interact with her kids just to like help her have some sanity, especially during this, you know, all the pandemic stuff. And I mean, it, I'm, I, I've never once regretted going over there and playing with her kids. Like I might throw a ball around with her son or, or he wants, he likes to spar and cause I used to be into martial arts. So, you know, oh, sometimes yeah. we'll, sometimes we'll do a little bit of that and wrestle or like her down syndrome kid who's just the sweetheart is just hilarious and just says and does these funny things. But you're so right that, I mean, I really believe that you, you hit, you hit it so on the head, the nail on the head of, I believe everything should be fun. And, and granted, sometimes it's not, and that's okay. But I believe that everything actually can be fun. Like even the most grueling task, even or the even most a positive spin, even if it's not fun, like who it's got to have a positive spin. Like there's always a lesson or something to be seen. Yeah. And to me, it, now, it moves it into the realm where it brings you some kind of joy. And so now it is, it is fun. Like, I mean, whatever, you know, you might have to like, yeah, kind of re- revamp your understanding of the word fun. But, but I really do believe that, that anything can be that. And I think kids, um, you know, I mean, that's why kids love games. That's why a lot of adults love, I think, video games. I mean, people are playing games all the time or watching movies or, you know, creating something. Like, like it's so, it's so different. Like now that I have kids and that they're old enough to understand what it is. Cause like you think of Christmas when you're a kid and you forget when you're older, like how magical and how like exciting it is because it's so much work. Cause you have to get the stuff ready. And I don't know how many kids are listening, but it's just so magical for them. So like Santa and just like, coming down the chimney and the, and the cookies. And it's just like, they see it all from that, like those goggles, those kid goggles. And you're just, it's so great to see that. And it's just like, yeah, like it's just so magical and you forget. So those are like, or any type of like holiday that's like warm and fuzzy. Like my youngest loves, he cannot wait for Thanksgiving all the time. I'm like, why? He's like, because it's family and turkey and fun treats. And I'm like, oh, for me, that's a lot of work. I have to cook. I have to entertain. I have to get all the, the beverages and I have to clean and oh, forget it. Right. But then it's like, oh, I, yeah, 
that's fun. And it's like the purpose behind it. They remind you, they just kind of yeah. get, get you. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's cool that they can, they can remind us of the purpose without like, they're not thinking about purpose. They're just like being who they are. Right. Kids are, like you said, they're just like totally genuine. And from that it, it is purposeful because it's, it's authentic and it's soulful and it's like totally, totally real. So. They're good about keeping me in check with like my family. Like my family, I love my family. I have a we're a small family. I have a sister and my husband, uh, my sister, my mom, and my dad. My husband's last of seven, so he has a very large family. And then there's us four. And so, but when you you know, everyone's got their own relationships with the people in their in their in their family, right? But so they could be driving me crazy, and then my daughter will just have the biggest smile on her face, and I'm like what's, what's going on? You know, you look so happy. She's like, family, my family's together. Everyone's together. And it's like, <laughs> you know, at one point you're like, Oh my gosh, like you have no idea. But it's like from their eyes, it's really nice to see that the family's together, that there's community and, you know, tight knit stuff. And it's like, yeah. All right. No matter what your feelings, it's still family. We love each other, whether, you know, your mother's driving you bananas, but, but you know, they don't know that. So it's just really a nice, like makes them happy. So it makes me happy. And then you kind of just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. All right. So last thing, uh, do you have, what, what's, how can people connect in with you to, uh, if they want to, you know, connect in with chaos and cookies, uh, Get started well, I just on their- want to ask you a fun question. Do I get oh, to ask you oh. a fun question? Yeah, sure. Sometimes I like to ask this to my podcast guests. Sometimes I always forget, so this is a really good one. Um, what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Oh, haha! Wow. Okay. So my favorite cookie. It's so funny. I was just talking to somebody about this. My dad makes these chocolate chip cookies that are like chocolate chip oatmeal cookies that are literally <laughs> this big. Okay. And I'm showing for people at home. It's like, I'm taking my, my, my index finger and my thumbs and I'm putting them together. And I mean, he makes these ginormous cookies there and, and they are, I, I mean, I want to say it's not really a secret recipe because he got it out of this, this cookbook like 30 years ago. But, but like, there are some ingredients in this cookie that I'm not, it's not like it's not like it's marijuana or anything like that. I mean, it's legitimate, just, just straight up kitchen ingredients, but there's a couple things. There's a few things in there that are subtle that just make it extra delicious and extra like moist and just yummy. Um, so I think then my favorite memory is just, it's not really one memory. It's that he brings so many people joy because he makes these cookies he gives them to people. He gives them me to give to people. And so like many of my friends and associates throughout the years are like, you think your dad could send some cookies? <laughs> <laughs> and actually my friend Emily sent him a card because he had been sick. And, and I asked my friends to send him cards because he loves cards. And then she sent him this really nice card. And then she said, something about cookies and did like a wink wink and so he said he of course he makes cookies and he sends them to her so that's that's my favorite kind of many many for like two decades or more memories of, of my dad and his cookies that's awesome 
I always love it because everyone has their own answer. Mostly it's chocolate chips. So I throw the memory in there because it's like, you know, why not? Yeah. Well, these are oatmeal chocolate chip and they have, again, like. Special loving in there. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff. That's so cool. Thank you, Rhett, for, for answering that for me. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love fun stuff like that. Awesome. Um, well, if anyone wants more information about either the chaos control system or just want to follow all the fun stuff, because I do a lot of themes or stuff for the kids and uh, adults too for parties and stuff, I try to make it fun and I take it very literal, like I made a volcano out of a tent so they could play in a volcano, you know, for like a dinosaur party. Fun things like that too. Um, my handle is at Heather Steinker or at Chaos N cookies. There's no A and D in there. Uh, and then my the website. Letter N, not the not the and symbol, but the letter N, right? Yes, at the letter N. If you go there, you will find some sort of bakery that yeah. someone has. So uh, I, I, I encountered that today when I was looking up your website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this does not look like Heather's website. You'll definitely know if it's mine. And then uh, yeah, the chaosandcookies.com. So that's where you can find me and I'll send you all, you know, all the links you could put in the show notes. All that yeah. Fun. Links will be in the show notes for sure. Heather, this, it's always fun talking with you. This has been just delightful. Absolutely. I love, I love talking to Damien. We see each other quite a bit throughout the week uh, and everything. It's been great. I love that we've met and connected and it's always so fun. I've been looking forward to this too, because I just knew it was going to be just so much fun. Sweet. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to my listeners, we will be, um, by, by the time this airs, uh, more than likely I will have started to integrate in some one-on-one -on -one or some solo episodes again. I know I've been doing a bunch of interviews and those will always continue to be there but I will be doing some solo episodes where we'll be digging down into some more uh, universal laws or as I call them, superhero success laws and, uh, and some business stuff for you to uh, help with whatever you're doing in the business world and, and your, uh, your dharmapreneurial journey. Uh, so until then, until next week, be invincible. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See you all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.